Welcome to No Ordinary, ordinary women. women, the podcast where two ordinary broads chat about extraordinary women. I'm the good, the bad, and the bad shit crazy. <laughs> I'm the bad to join you. <laughs> Damn it, man. You, you threw me off. You fucked it all up. <laughs> oh, y'all. So the cocktail of the week, we want to talk about the cock. Tail of the week. Lynn always wants to talk about the cocktail of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a limoncello spritz. Y'all, it's delicious. It is really good. I'm like super hot. Oh, that's Are you hot? It makes, it's me, Rose. <laughs> I always get hot. When, when I enter a room, the temperature automatically goes up because I am sexy AF. So anyway, it is uh, limoncello, a little bit of soda water, and topped with Prosecco. Limoncello from Italy. It is. I bought this bottle when I was in Italy, and it's. I was. I was been in me kumbu. It's been years. It's been in my freezer, and I haven't opened it. Oh really? Yeah, I just opened it for this. I was like, When did you go to Italy? I feel like that was like last year. Last year, like five years ago. At least Julia was two. How old is she now? Eight. Eight. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was. That's so crazy. Yeah. It was. I was so jealous of that trip. Oh, so amazing. But anyway, so. Yeah, y'all, this is a delicious cocktail. I love it. It and is really good. You garnish it with a lemon, but I instead garnished it with just some fresh raspberries, which is even that better. That she didn't wash. That I didn't so wash. So now we got insecticides in us. You know what? The liquor will kill it, Rose. Liquor? I hardly know her. <laughs> you liquor. You brought her. <laughs> uh, you're so immature. So, Rose, how's your week been? It's been good. It's super hot. I'm ready for fall. Oh, fall. Yeah. You know, it's I love the summer, but it's just been so freaking hot so lately. Hot. And it's the, it's not so much that it's hot; it's the humidity. Our it's humidity, just disgusting. Welcome to Virginia. The yeah. humidity here is horrendous. We went on a um, RV trip this weekend. Our first oh. RV trip. It was a lot of fun. Kids loved it. I loved it. Chris loved it. Happy Camping family. is the best. Did you yeah. see a lot of um, blue flags with white lettering at the campground? Uh, not this one. Oh, this good. one is kind of a mix of people. Oh, good. The last um, campground we went to, Jellystone, when we stayed in a cabin, was a lot of... Um, red baseball hats. Red baseball hats and um, parades of golf carts with Trump flags. <laughs> oh, God. They yeah. usually, usually campgrounds do have like a little thing, like almost every night where people ride around and they're like doing yeah, a parade right. or like once or twice a week luckily i didn't really enjoy that so luckily this place was really small it's quiet okay and i felt more the only annoying thing was the people across from us had two dogs all right they had a hound dog like oh no a big hound dog this hound dog had what are you looking at i'm trying to get you away from the microphone oh <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at <laughs> this they had a big hound dog that had um, was missing its front right leg and then had a cast on its back right leg. Aww. But he was still walking around. I don't know how the hell he was doing that. And then they had like a little like black hot dog looking mixed dog mm-hmm. that both of them barked. Like the the hound dog had that low like hound dog bark. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then the little one had a... Ah, ah, ah. Oh, oh my God. God. So annoying. Junctions have the... And they wouldn't bark. like try to, try to shut him up. You know, like, try to keep your dog quiet. They just let him bark. It was very annoying. That would drive me crazy. Yeah, because you're such close quarters. Yeah, like, why would you bring two dogs like that who are just going to bark and bark and bark? Uh, That's very weird. But, yeah, I mean, camping is super fun. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you decide to start doing it more, you have to go to the campground down at Virginia Beach. It's so much fun. It's got, like, two pools. It has, like, bingo every night. They have RV. 
Oh, yeah. They have all kinds. You can rent cabins. You can rent campers. You can rent. It's just so much fun. I was um, thinking about renting the RV again, maybe the same one or maybe a different one, and going to Virginia Beach, like in this, like on spring break. Well, the thing about this campground is that you can actually just rent a camper that's already sitting on a space. Oh, really? And so you don't have to pay for the gas oh, or anything. You just drive up and you... And you, it's a camper. It's they're really cool. Oh, I mean, they're I like medium that. size. They're yeah. not tiny and they're not huge, but but that would be cool. I think so much that. fun. Casey and I did that during the pandemic. You didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. Was that when you were ignoring me? Yeah, it was when I was ignoring you because you had co- you had COVID in your family. I was like not even going to talk to you on the phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't get COVID for like three years. What? We didn't get COVID for like your three family years. had COVID like every other week. First of all, no, we did not. Lily had it when we were supposed to go to. Disney. Disney. That right. was once. That was in 2022. Uh-huh. Okay. That's two yeah. years after the pandemic started okay. in February. Okay. And then we didn't get it until January of this year. Oh, Joseph had the Jos- pulse alarm. That's right. Joseph. No, Joseph did have COVID, but he only he had it. No, he didn't give it to anyone. But but then me and Chris had it in January this year. Charlotte's never had it. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. You, yeah. I was, I, I was very not offended. talking to you. I'm very I, offended. It's when I went down to Virginia Beach because uh, Sherry was there. It was during the pandemic. I don't think there was even vaccines at that point. And they were all just kind of lackadaisy about it. And I was like, nope, we're not sharing food. We're not, Casey and I are bringing all our own stuff. And we kind of sat six feet away. Yeah. And I was just really scared. Uh, maybe I do it. I block things. But up. we, ha- I mean, I, I still, Casey and I had so much fun. Did you? Yeah. I mean, it was like, we, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great campground, but it is, there is a lot of America going on around there. See, I have a lot of trouble with that. That's what, why I like this place. Cause it didn't seem, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were a lot of, um, Mullets. <laughs> That's the style now, though. I, I don't. But they were obviously like those. Yeah. You know, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell like the mullet on like our soccer team, and the mullet of like a. I feel like a lot of like baseball player like kids mm-hmm. in baseball with the mullets. Their parents are usually. Yeah. No. Not always. Um. But. Um. Also, too, you know, you can go. There's well. I mean, you wouldn't want to do this with the kids, but there's wineries that allow you to camp on their on their property. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's like super inexpensive. It's they're called know. something. I don't know. And you just go camp on their property and like you, you know, you get a discount on the wine. I don't know if you have to pay. If you do, it's not very much. Yeah. Joanna texts you it all the time. Well, I don't drink wine, so. Well, then Chris and I will go. Okay. That's okay. fine. Yeah, sounds great. You can watch all the kids. No, you take the kids with me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't care because I'll be drunk. They can do whatever they want. They can drive the car. <laughs> Chris would love that. Yes. <laughs> so, Rose, who are you talking about today? Who are you going to teach us about? So, I'm talking about the one, the only, Betty White. Whoop, whoop. Um, love her. So, I really enjoyed researching her because, you know, she's fun. and Yeah, for sure. She she didn't have a whole lot of drama though. No, like, but she just like she's been through everything. Like she's I mean, like, she been was, around forever. Yeah, yeah oh, right. God. <laughs> yeah, there's no like there's so much information about her that um, I could have added a lot more. But when she died, I was like, they were like showing old pictures. I'm like, oh my god, she was in that. Like I just couldn't believe how much stuff she was in that I didn't even know. Yeah, about so. All right, do tell us, Rose. Do I tell will us. tell Betty. White was born on January 17th, 1922. 
Oh, this Rose. Be, this is going to be a rough one, Len. <laughs> Rose, hold on. Let me guzzle this. <laughs> We're not going to be doing this today. <laughs> I was listening to, um, I totally distract you now, uh, Kristen and Brandy on Let's Go to Court. Yeah. And Brandy was talking and she like messed up like four times right in a row. And I was like, I've never heard her do that. And That's I, so funny. I was, they were laughing so hard they were crying. And I was cracking up because she typically doesn't do that, but she could not get words out that day. And I think I, like, I listened to that one. I was like, been there, done that. Yeah. That was the one about the, um, I asked you if you'd listen to it. You said yes, because it was nuts. It was the one about the, oh, my God, what was it? It was last week. It was, uh, oh, shit. Oh, I know. Um, the woman who got raped. Was it the woman who got raped in her house? And then the cops didn't believe her? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I was like, <gasps> what? Yeah, that, yeah. that was a crazy yeah. story. Anyway, okay, sorry. Sorry to distract. Anyway, Betty White was born on January 17th, 1922 Mm. in Oak Park, Illinois. Good year. Good year. (laughs) Lynn remembers. I was there. I (laughs) delivered her. (laughs) She was an only child to her parents, Christine Tess and Horace Logan White, who was an executive in a lighting company. Wow. So she had, like... I wonder why she was so bright. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Lynn. (laughs) I'm here all week, (laughs) y'all. Oh, my God. I'm going to cut that. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Anyway, um, she had a really good childhood. It was just her and her parents, and Mm -hmm. they just loved her, like adored her and, and treated her really well. Nothing dramatic like we usually cover. She seemed grounded, though. You know, if, like when you hear her talk and stuff, as silly as she was. Yeah, I think her parents, kind of like um, Mary with Julia, like uh-huh. like they very they talked to her like she was an adult and let her in on adult conversations. Yeah. And, and so she was very much like, and, and she was really good to animals and all that. So, Aww. yeah. She was such a saint. So one of the articles I read said she had a diverse ethnicity of Danish, Greek, English, Welsh, and Canadian. And I was like, hmm, that's not really that diverse. That's like all one, <laughs> all isn't that white. one region? It's like one region, right? <laughs> it's a lot, but it's all one region. It's like you can throw a stone for most of them. Yeah, for most of them. So shortly after her birth, her family relocated to Los Angeles. And during high school, she graced the stage in various productions and even took on the role of, a, of writer and star in her class's graduation play. After graduating from Beverly Hills High School in 1939, she ventured into the world of entertainment. So she actually went to Beverly Hills High School. That's so funny. I feel like that's, I feel like it's not even real, right? Right. I know. Like it's, um, it's hot as shit. (laughs) One day we'll have people do this for us. (laughs) No, Lynn, we'll have like a fan or an air conditioner in her her studio. We'll have one vent. (laughs) Okay, I'm just getting hot. <laughs> so with the onset of war, World War II, oh, good job, Rose. Betty's sense of duty led her to join the American Women's Volunteer Services operating a PX truck. So oh, she cool. took um, essentials like soap, toothpaste, food, whatever, to all the um, soldiers stationed in Santa Monica and Hollywood. And she, during that time, she got married to a pilot named Dick Parker. He was a P-38 pilot. You just wanted to say his name. Dick Parker. Dick. Dick Parker. Dick. Parker where? (laughs) (laughs) 
And he. <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh, it's gonna be a long episode. It's gonna be a long episode. <laughs> I'm like one paragraph in. Only 15 pages to go. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Everyone's quit listening already. <laughs> I'll like delete. <laughs> Unfollow. Change my review. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> so I read that the reason they got divorced, I'm not sure this is p- true, but was because he took her to live on a chicken, his chicken farm in Ohio, and she was like, uh-uh. she said it was a nightmare. Oh, my God. She had way too much energy for a place like that in <laughs> yeah. personality. And she, like, noped right out of there. I could see her, like trying to teach the chickens how to like dance or something or come up with some kind of play. I can't imagine her just sitting there throwing Can you feed imagine, to like, chickens. Living on a regular farm is one thing, but a chicken farm? Mm-mm. Like no way. No. So as the world as the I war, mean nothing against the chickens, but go ahead. As the war was ending, Betty started started um, hanging out at the Bliss Hayden Little Theater. And this theater was under the stewardship of two notable Hollywood character actors, Le- Layla Bliss and Harry Hayden. You ever heard of them? No. No, me neither. Sorry. And it was for young talents to showcase their skills before live audiences. So it's for like the up and coming Hollywood. Isn't that like a peep show? Yeah. Well. She was in peep shows. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> and she was in a play called Dear Ruth. Um, so during so during this performance was when she met her second husband, Lane Allen, a former actor who had transitioned into the role of an agent. And he kind of helped Betty to, like, recognize that she was really good at acting and that she... She had a future in the business. He was like, "Girl, we're gonna make some money." Yeah, right. And so your they looks became... and my brains, and my brains and your your looks and my brains and your brains <laughs> and my looks. So they became a couple and got married, and um, I think they got divorced because he wanted her to stop working so much. Oh, because you know she was a woman. A boo boo. And so she was like, "No thanks, I'm good." So in 1949, Betty secured her first big role on TV, Al Jarvis's Hollywood on television. Any idea what that is? Hollywood. This was in 1949. You wouldn't have been watching it. Oh, I don't think I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) So then she became the host of that show because um, Al Jarvis retired. What kind of show is it? Does it say? Was it like a variety show or something? I have no idea. Oh, Jesus Rose. I mean, she was a host, so I assume it was something like that. A game show? A variety show? I don't think it was a game show. I think it was a variety show. Was it like it was like Family Double Dare? What was it? <laughs> it's a game show. <laughs> <laughs> Betty embarked on the journey of two sitcoms, um, one of which was Life of Elizabeth, but I'm not sure what the other one was. It just said it obviously wasn't a popular show. Oh. So in 54, Betty invited... A black tap dancer on our show. She mm-hmm. she was hosting the Betty White show at this point, and everyone lost their shit. Yeah, you I remember, remember seeing this on a. Um, it was like a thing about her life or something. I don't remember if it was a documentary, but there was something about her life, and they talked about this. It, this was like huge. At yeah, the time. like huge. Everyone completely lost their shit. Yeah, and they were like threatening to cancel the show and boycott the show, and she was just like, "I'm sorry, buddy. Stays live with it. Like, I'm not." 
the show's nothing without her. Yeah, and I'm not going to not let him on the show because he's black. Oh, my God. And then she also can... You're not going to believe this. This is crazy. She invited a... She interviewed a black child on one of her shows. What? Yeah. What was she thinking? I don't know. Was she thinking that all people are equal? (laughs) What? (laughs) But I'm sure that her interview... And everything she did for them improved their life, right? Because that's what it does, right? Yeah. Fucktards. Anyway, sorry. So they kind of started rescheduling her into different time slots that weren't as popular. And then they then to just completely took her off the air. Yeah, because back then there was like no DVR or anything. If you missed yeah, it, right. you missed it. Yeah. And so... Just so you didn't, in case anybody, our fans didn't know that. I just thought I'd just. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They weren't alive back then. They're all really young. Yeah. So Betty White became a frequent guest on the show um, to tell the truth and I've got a secret, the match game, and what's my line? Match game was funny. Ma- was what's it? my line? I remember. I don't, I didn't I don't watch remember her, any match of those. game. Match game 76. Yeah, it was like a. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember watching it though. Um, it was such a typical game show. Do you remember the show Password? Yeah. That's where she met her third husband, Alan Ludden. Oh. And he was the host at the time. I think he hosted a couple of shows. Did he? I, I don't... I, you're probably right. So it wasn't really love at first sight for them. She was, like, in a relationship, and he had just lost his wife, um, and he was, like, the sing- a single father to three children. Oh, my gosh. And... Um, his wife died of cancer, like, right before the show premiered. Oh, my God. And you know what so sucks is that cancer back then, like, people died right away from it. it was, yeah. There was, like, no anything. It sucks. There wasn't any hope. Yeah. So in 1962. Pause, break. <laughs> Four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> their agents um, booked them to star together in a summer stock production of Critics' Choice, a comedy about a theater critic whose wife writes a play, and he's unsure of whether he should give her an honest opinion. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So I guess the play sucked. I could see her, but I could see her doing that, though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, playing that role. And so Alan said he fell in love with her on opening night of that show. And so he soon starts saying, like, asking her, will you marry me? Like, uh, kind of as a joke. And they would both kind of laugh and then go on their way. (laughs) But he (laughs) was like, like, I'm "Ah." not joking. (laughs) (laughs) One of these times she's going to say yes. (laughs) This happens to me all the time, by the way. It does. Especially today it happened. Three times. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn had to beat him off with a bat. Yeah, with a... (laughs) (laughs) She beat him off with something. (laughs) So that play ended and Betty went on back to L.A. and Ellen went back to New York. But um, he was still hosting The Password and he would still be on. She would still guess on that that show. I remember that show, but I, I don't I got I, I couldn't even tell you what it was like. It was about passwords, I'm sure. But I, don't, <laughs> I remember it being on, though. So her boyfriend at the time, Phil Cochran, had gone to one of their sh- shows. And the, during the show, Alan had to kiss Betty like during a scene. And he said that the kiss just went on and on and on. And he was like, what the fuck is happening? Because, you know, if you're, if, I mean, honestly, if you're like a partner to somebody that's on stage kissing, it could be like a 10 second kiss. But to yeah. you, it's like four minutes. You're like, are they ever going to stop? Are they ever gonna stop? <laughs> I would be the same way that like the thought of that just makes me like anxious. Up until like somebody in the audience went like, <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know if it was him or not, but somebody did it. 
And then he's like, and she's like, woo! He told her, he's like, I do not like that guy. I saw his tongue go down your throat. Yeah. He kissed for way too long. But that didn't stop Ellen. So for an entire year, he just kept proposing to her. And she finally got sick of it. And she's like, no, I'm not marrying you. No way. And so Ellen buys a gold ring and he puts it on a chain around his neck and he wears it for three months and continues to ask her. Because at this time, he's like flying from New York when he's on break from Password and flying. I don't know where Password was filmed, but he's flying back and forth between New York and California. And so is so is now time like in, in, in current time. Is this creepy or is it still sweet? I think it depends on the guy. Yeah, if he's not squirmy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it really depends on the guy. What was his name, Because I had the same, Alan Ludden. I had the same thought when I was writing this. I think it sounded kind of creepy to me, but they were, like, friends, you know? Yeah. There's a picture of them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll post this um, in this picture it's it's a really cute picture of the two of them she looks so adorable i know she she was but really he looks pretty. like a talk show host to me he totally looks like he totally those glasses. Does. Yes. <laughs> but anyway i'm sorry go ahead um so betty had said like later on she said it got full of soap and suntan oil but he vowed he would only take it off for one reason but she said, in love as I was, nonetheless, marrying and moving east was still not in the question. In the question. In the equation. <laughs> in the question. It was a question, but it was not So she, she loved living in California, and she didn't want to move. And so finally, on Easter of 1963, he bought her flower-shaped earrings, like diamond and rubies earrings, and put them so on a big bunny. And put on a big bunny? Put them on a big bunny. Like, oh. put the earrings on a big bunny. <laughs> you dressed up like a bunny. <laughs> Hopped right in. <laughs> and that's what finally made her say yes. Aww. Um, and he's, he said something like, um, only you would say yes after I got you a bunny. Like, <laughs> See, nowadays, guys send you a bunch of dick pics, and they're like, hey, you want to go oh out? God, yeah. Fucking A. Lynn's hanging out with the wrong guys. Yeah. As Roy would say. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, chivalry. There is none anymore, Lynn. That's yeah, true. So, in 2010 on Larry King Live, Betty said, What got us together was his enthusiasm. He was interested in everything. There wasn't anything he didn't want to know more about and hear about. That's fun to live with. What you saw was what you got. He was one of the dearest, nicest, dearest people. I love that about a person, like, that you're just, like, gung-ho to do new things and yeah. you want to learn new things. And... Yeah, and he's, like, happy and he's not a big Debbie Downer. Yeah, right. Like, like the other two. Yeah. So on June 14th, 1963, Betty and Ellen got married in the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas and honeymooned and in Laguna Beach, California. And then they moved to New York for a while. Oh, wow. And Betty was pretty nervous about becoming a stepmother. Because Alan had um, a 14-year-old son, Ooh, a 13-year-old daughter, and a 10-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. 13-year-old daughter? Those are hard ages. Mm. So um, I have this somewhere later. But she actually, like, the 13-year-old daughter hated her. Oh, of course. Because her mom had just died, like, the like, previous year. 
And or thirteen year old girls hate everybody. Right. Even themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She'd probably hate her mom if she was alive. But so she had a rough time with her. The ten year old and fourteen year old loved her because the fourteen year old was a boy and they're like oh, yeah. and the ten year old is they're still young enough to you know. Well the fourteen year old boy didn't hate her until he went through puberty. Then he hated everybody too. Yeah. The, yeah. And so um I think that for a long time it was rough with the 13-year-old Martha. That's so hard. And then eventually it got better and they, like, when she died, they had a good, they had a good relationship. Yeah. Like when she was an adult. So during this time, 1973, Betty was asked to play Sue Ann Nivens on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Such a good show. Sue Ann was actually written as a Betty White type. And instead of finding someone like Betty, they just asked Betty. Oh, my God. She was such a good character. She was so freaking funny in the show. I watched um, a clip of her and Mary Tyler Moore being interviewed by someone. And Mary Tyler Moore's like, yeah, they, they wrote it as like a Betty White type. And they're like looking everywhere. Like they can't find the perfect character and blah, blah, blah. Like in the script, it said Betty yeah. White type, you know. And she's like, they, she and Betty White were good friends before being on the show. And uh-huh. she's like, why don't you just ask her? <laughs> <laughs> just ask her. Hello? What? Imagine that. It took a woman to think about that, didn't it? And so after they talked to Betty and she agreed, she called Mary and told her, guess who is going to be a guest on your show? And Mary was like, who? And Betty said, me. And Mary said, well, I guess I don't have as much pool as I thought. <laughs> oh, my God. So they just wanted but, to try her out first. <clears throat> um, well, Mary Mary was joking. Like, I, don't, I guess I don't have as much pool as I thought. Like, saying, like, I guess I don't have as much influence over the producers because I didn't want you on the show. But she was joking. They were best friends. Oh, yeah. oh, I was like, wait, what? Okay, I was confused there. Okay. And so when she was a neighborhood nympho- nymphomaniac, is that right? On Mary On, Tyler Moore? Yeah. 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 yeah, she was like slutty. And when people would ask Alan, like, how is, um, are Sue Ann and Betty similar? Like, are, is a character similar? And he's like, well, they're the same, except Betty can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> She was so funny. Oh, my God. So he so obviously had a good sense of humor. Yeah. And you can tell from, like, the pictures, like, they're always, like, laughing. And Could stuff. you imagine not having a sense of humor being, yeah, mar- with, being married to her? There's no yeah, way. I know. So in 1980, Alan was diagnosed with stomach cancer and died on June 9th, Aww. 1981. And he died, like, yeah, like, really fast. Aww. Five days short of their 18th wedding anniversary. Aw. That's so sad. So 18, like, a lot of things end up being, like, 18 in this in her life, it's very weird. Did like, they talk about it? Or no, did they just don't. I it? just noticed it. Ew, that's like, weird. Yeah, it's like multiple things. I was like, "What the? What hell? was her birthday?" Um, January seventeenth. Mm. Oh man, cool. that would have been weird. If it was... yeah, it's getting re- oh, that would have been really creepy. So, in an interview with Oprah in, in twenty fifteenth, Betty said, "I spent a whole year, wasted a whole year that Adam, Adam." <laughs> Alan and I could have... The other guy. <laughs> Shh, don't talk about him. Nobody knows about him. That uh, Alan and I could have had together saying, no, I wouldn't marry him. I wasted Aww. a whole year we could have had together, but we made it. We finally did. So Aww. in 85, Betty got her, well, it was probably her biggest role as... Come on, Lynn. <laughs> Why can't I think of her name? I, I almost said Blanche, but it wasn't Blanche. It was uh, Rose. 
Oh my god! <laughs> really oh my god! I was like saying their names, and I was like, "Oh, Rose! Oh my god! I can't believe my god didn't get that!" Oh my god! <laughs> On the Golden Girls. Um, god, I love that show. And she was actually supposed to play Blanche. I heard that but Blanche yeah. was too close to Sue, her character Sue from the Mary Tyler Moore show, and uh. so the director switched. Their roles. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, because he didn't want her to play. It's either like, all or nothing, role. and I feel like if you would have gone all, it would people would have compared them too much. Yeah, maybe. right. Yeah, it'd be like Jennifer Aniston because she's like the same in every show and movie. True that. I mean, I love her, but she is the same in every show and movie. Uh, you don't love her? No, I do. Oh, okay. I've never had her like you have, but oh, well, maybe one day. Maybe one day. So Betty I'll loved set my goals higher. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> so Betty loved working on the set of The Golden Girls and was really good friends with Rue McCallahan, who played McCalla McCallanahan. <laughs> I don't know who played Blanche. She was so oh my god, she was so good at that character. Yeah, she so was th- they so, were BFFs. Oh my god, she was so funny. But B E B Arthur, Arthur mm-hmm. hated her. Really? Yeah, she played Dorothy. I feel and like she. I feel like she would intimidate the shit out of me if I was like working she said, with her. said Betty said that um, B hated her from day one. Really, and it was because Betty was such like a happy person, uh-huh. and B just like, and her even B's son like later said that his mom always had to have like one person to dislike, and it just she chose Betty. Oh, I know. She was. I feel like I honestly based on her character and like just. I mean, she seemed, she never really seemed, like, lighthearted. She didn't seem, like, mean. But yeah. I just based on her character and based on, like, interviews with her and stuff that I'd seen over the years, I feel like she would have intimidated me. Because she's, like, tall and she was, yeah, like, right. dominant. And yeah. I just feel like she would have intimidated the I shit know. out of me. And, like, Betty White's small and she's, like, sweet. And, yeah, right. But her really character sweet. was freaking so funny. so funny in that show. I was oh watching um, Golden Girls the other night just to kind of get my, you know, like, remember. Yeah. And um, Betty said, like, if I was in a really good mood one day, she would be pissed. <laughs> oh, my Can God. She was that? always in a good mood on that show. She was like. But if she like, was, like, having a really good day, Betty yeah. would, I mean, um, B, B would, would be, be, like, super that's pissed. so weird. What about Sophia? Sophia was my man. They didn't really day. say. I think she said she was friends with her, but not, She's, like. She was funny. She was, like, really oh good God. friends with Ruth. Ruth, did I say? Yeah. Rue. Rue. Was it Rue? R-U-E? It might have been. I think so. That's what I have. I don't know. I might have been drunk when I was writing this. So, Oh, my God, Rose. So Betty played Rose for seven years until the show ended in 1992. And I wanted to share. I wrote down a couple of her quotes from Golden Girls because oh I was cracking up. <laughs> so the first one. When Blanche dared to ask Rose her first impression of her, her um, she got an honest answer. Answer. I thought you were t- wore too much makeup and were a slut, Rose said. <laughs> I was wrong, Rose assured her. You don't wear too much makeup. <laughs> Something Lynn would say. Yeah. So the next one, Rose's cousin Sven. Um, oh, I remember him. I totally remember him. Accidentally falls for Blanche. Rose, I got caught up at work and I barely had time to pick up this cake. I wanted to make Sven feel welcome. Blanche, Rose, that cake is from the Get It While It's Hot Erotic Bake Shop. <laughs> 
Dorothy looks at cake. Whoa. Blanche, why rose nylon? Why that cake is the shape of Dorothy. Blanche, we know what it is. Rose, I thought it was the shape of Florida. <laughs> and then oh the, the third one, Sophia reconnects with an old friend and Rose forms an Elvis fan club. Blanche, do you know what I hate doing most after a party? Rose, trying to find your underwear in the big pile. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh. She, she was, was so funny. So funny. She was such a good character. She and Blanche were. But Sophia was like my great, reminded me so much of my grandmother. And so that would make me, she made me laugh. Oh so my much gosh. Too. She was, I was, when I was watching it the other night, I was laughing so hard at her like one liners. Oh my God. Yeah. She would she zip was, them out, man. We they were. to do her. She was fucking hilarious. She was funny. So when Betty was a little girl, um, she and her parents would go camping in the High Sierras. And they would load up all these packing mules and get on horses and ride for... This is from when she was four years old. You mean get on old. mules? No, they would, get, they would pack up the mules oh, and, and get on ride horses. The horses. You should know that. Sorry. Aren't you a horse Sorry. rider? Aren't you? I never went camping on horses. Wow. Wow. Clearly. Clearly. I lived on fucking Long Island. Where are you going <laughs> to camp on Long Island? <laughs> In the city on the sidewalk? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so they would so they'd pack up the mules, get on the horses... Ride for two days up into the Sierras. Oh my God! Get down. Um, they had had a they had a guide with them. They would set up camp the next, then they would let the um, put bells on the horses and mules and let them go. And then the next day, the guide would get up. He'd collect all the horses and mules. They they knew like to stay around. Yeah, for some, somehow. They didn't go far. And he'd collect them all and leave. Take take them all back down. And. They would stay up. Betty and her parents would stay up there for three weeks. Oh, my God. Every summer until the guide came back up to get them. Three weeks. Three weeks. I'm like, they. And like, that was like totally living off the land. Right. Like, like, I mean, they had a lot of supplies, but they were like no electricity, no water, like no nothing. How are they like taking a bath? Like, how did they have enough water? Well, they probably camped near a. Like a river? Like a river or something. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I was just thinking, oh, my God. Like, you have to shit in the woods. Absolutely. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I would do that. I mean, I would if I had to, I guess. But, but um, like, hearing her talk about it, it was, like, the best time of her childhood. She was, she said that they um, she would wait for it all year, like, at the end of, the, end of June. She just couldn't wait. She, yeah, she would wait an entire year for it to come around again. Oh, my God. My parents, we, we camped all the time as kids. And I couldn't. I loved it. Did you? I absolutely loved it. I never went camping. So much fun. We had a camper. We camped like tent camped when I was really little. And I no, we were not. (laughs) Um, When I was really little, we tent camped, but I don't remember that at all. But my parents had it. It was a very modest, like medium sized camper. It was nothing fancy at all. And. I loved it. I mean, my sister and I, like, we'd pull up. My parents, we'd, my sister and I would go to the game room. Yeah. And we would, like, walk around. And, you know, we'd just, like, you know, and then we'd, like, ha- meet other kids and hang out. And, like, who's cool? Oh, look, she's got, like, a bandana on her head. And we'd, like, oh, I'm going to run home and get a bandana and put it on my head, too. You know, because we were, like, you know, elementary school. Yeah, right. That's yeah. so funny. It was very fun. And, like, the kids, like, have their own community at a campground. Yeah. I don't know if it's as much now because nobody had TVs or anything like that camping back yeah, then. Yeah, well, I did see, like, there are a lot of kids out playing and stuff. And Charlotte, like, when we were there, Charlotte made friends with um, a couple of kids in, that were in a cabin. She was like, can I go in their cabin? I was like, absolutely not. No. Why not? 
There's so much to do here. Why would you need to go? No, yeah. I mean, but that's the things like we didn't have to worry about all that shit back then. But we just like everybody was outside because nobody had we didn't have nobody had AC in their in their campers yeah right. So you have all. to be outside. So everybody was oh outside. Oh my god, I can't imagine. It was so fucking hot. And it feels so good. The thing about the AC when you're in a camper too is it drowns out a lot of the exterior. Oh, I know. Noise. That's what we loved. Yeah, because when I used um, when I used to use Kathy's camper uh-huh. when the girls and I like when I was divorced and I couldn't afford vacations. We'd go down to Virginia Beach. I'd pay for the campground and Kathy's husband would drop off the camper oh, really? at Aww. the camp, the really nice campground. Yeah. And the girls and I would stay there for a week. Oh, wow. And then he'd come back and pick it up and it was so, so much fun. And so we had the greatest time, but it was like, you know, they had, it was like a pop-up camper, but yeah. they had, there was an air conditioner on the top. And so the, t- the sides of a pop-up are canvas. So you hear everything. Yeah, right. But at night when that AC was on, boy, you couldn't hear a thing. And it was like, oh. I know. God. That's what I loved about. <laughs> and it was really like cool in our room because we had it on high. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's, it, they get really cold. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> it feels so good. I was loving it. And you, did you sleep like better than you've ever slept in your life there? I actually slept really well, except the um, Saturday night Lily fell out of her bed. Oh. And, um, well, so Friday night Lily wouldn't go to sleep. She was up to like 10 something. Oh my God. I could not get her to sleep. Um, But it was like, I didn't, like we weren't smart about how we did it. Like I didn't give her like her normal bath. I just let them get in PJs and then I was like, okay, go to sleep. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, she didn't have like, a I routine. Didn't, yeah, yeah, like I didn't let her watch anything or anything, and, and so it was a nightmare. Saturday night she did better, but she fell out of bed at like 2 o'clock in the morning and like splat on the floor because they, <laughs> they were in <laughs> – there were bunk beds in the camper, uh-huh. and it was pretty high. Like she was on the bottom bunk, but it's yeah, still – They're still like, pretty high. Yeah, and like at you home, would sit in it. Like if you got in it, you'd sit yeah, in it right, normally, right? yeah. And at home, she sleeps in a bunk bed, but the bed's on the floor. Like, it's one of those. Oh, like the... it's just like a little frame on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, she fell out. I had put um, a pool noodle there, like, under the sheet, uh-huh. but the sheet wasn't tight enough to hold it. Oh. So You're I hear, like, splat mom. in the middle of the night, and I was like, oh, my God. Of course, like, I jump up. Chris doesn't even hear it. <laughs> and she's still, like, when I when I look, she's still sleeping. And then she starts crying, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! So I like run over there and and put her back in bed and I I was like she was I don't want to sleep in here and I, I I was like okay I'll lay with you but I couldn't get in the bed like because the bunk beds are small and uh-huh. and it's like awkward yeah. <laughs> and it was like three o'clock You're, like in the laying on one arm and that's all the <laughs> yeah. room you have yeah. yeah and I was like you want to go lay in mommy's bed and she's like yeah so I went I got back to sleep Chris um, I mean it took me a while but I guess Lily was facing Chris and kicking him all night. <laughs> I was. I woke up. I was like, "Man, Lily slept really well. She didn't even like move all night." He's like, "Yeah, she was kicking me on." <laughs> you had her back. I was to like, you. "Yes." He's like, wakes up with her kicking him right in the nads, and he's like, "Oh, like, that's what you get for not waking up when she falls out of bed." <laughs> oh my god. So um, anyway, so her dad would come. So they went to high, the High Sierras when she was like really little, and then as she got older, they. I think when they like they moved or something and they started going to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. But she always knew when they were leaving because her dad would pick her up on the last day of school, like it's a half day, and he would pick her up in his forest ranger hat. Aww. And that always like he'd always wear his for- forest ranger hat when they were camping, and that was like her, like it just brought her that joy, you know, of like oh. So it's when they moved to California because the- but well they moved when she was one or when she was a baby to California. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know why they started going to Yellowstone. Oh. So 
because of those trips, she always wanted to be a forest ranger or a zookeeper. I heard she said that one time in an interview and it made me laugh so hard. I'm like, what? <laughs> but girls weren't allowed to be forest rangers back then. Oh, for fuck's sake. And so um, she spent 47 years. Actually, I think it was more than that. I think it was over 50 years working with the Los Angeles Zoo. And mm-hmm. she gave them like a bunch of money and, and vo- actually volunteered like with the animals and mm-hmm. stuff. But on November 9th, 2010, the U.S. Forest Service proclaimed her an honorary forest ranger. Oh, that's so sweet. And listen to what this guy says. So during the ceremony, U.S. Forest Service Chief Tom Tidwell remarked that despite those challenges, she found ways to make a difference in conservation and animal welfare. He says, he said, I am sorry you couldn't join us before. Judging from your illustrious career, you would have made marvelous contributions to our agency and to the cause of conservation across the United States. Betty, you are a role model for little girls, for all of us. Never give up on our dreams. And that's sweet. That's so sweet. Who knew forest rangers were so sweet? Shouldn't have married a forest ranger. That's what we need to do. Len, go camping and find you a husband. A husband. Find you a husband. husband. He's not going to be rich, but... (gasps) Speaking of that, Bethany never responded to my birthday message. You said happy birthday to her? I did. She probably hates you. She probably changed her phone number so she didn't have to talk to me. (laughs) If you're listening to this, Bethany, I got your number. I know who you are. I'm sure she listens every week, (laughs) religiously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Probably not, but anyway. So, Betty said that the honor itself was amazing, but um, at the end... Of that, like they brought her like a plaque or whatever, um, and then um, somebody came out with a forest ranger hat for her. Oh my god! And she says like she completely lost it. She mm. said it felt like her dad was standing right there next to her, oh my and that god. he would have been so proud of her. You know, he you know like he was smiling from yeah, heaven. Or I just got goosebumps. Really sweet. That I was know. amazing. That's amazing. And she said um, she played it over and over in her mind, like up until the day she died. She always thought about it. <sighs> Because you know he was right there going, yeah, like big grin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know that she was an animal lover, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, she said that she got it from her parents and that it started in the womb. And her mother always told her that when she was born, if Toby, their orange tabby cat, didn't approve, that she would have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> so oh her God, parents obviously funny. had like a sense of humor. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> So she started working um, with the Los Angeles Zoo in the 60s. And during her time as a member of the board at the zoo, um, they built a state-of-the-art chimpanzee, orangutan, and gorilla exhibits Mm -hmm. all around. Or, sorry. During her time as a member of the board at the zoo, state-of-the-art chimpanzee, orangutan, and gorilla exhibits were added. And she was also very hands-on with volunteering in the zoo. And she also did a ton of um, volunteering with other organizations. Yeah, she always would talk about some sort of, like, animal organization or something every time she was on an interview. She would always, like, throw that in there somehow. With, like, the um, California SPCA or Los Angeles Angeles SPCA and stuff. I want to know. I was trying to um, look up how much she donated to the zoo. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Because I was – but I couldn't find anything. They were just really, really um, said a lot about her when she died because they were like, I'm sure they got a big chunk. Oh, yeah. Well, she did. Did she ever have kids? Mm -mm. No, I didn't think so. So she only had her stepkids, which I'm sure she gave them. I mean, they probably got a shit ton of money from their dad. 
That's true. But or I'm like sure after, pro- I mean, she probably got a lot of his money, or whatever. But then after she died, she gave them yeah. whatever portion she got from him or something. Well, she was worth seventy-five million, is what I read. Oh my lord! I mean, she had to have given them something. Yeah, I mean, I maybe. imagine. Um, but you know that those play those charities, those animal charities, got a shit yeah, ton of money I'm when sure. she passed. You know it. And she always said about, like, I read that she said about having children that she would have, if she would have gotten pregnant, she would have focused, like, everything on being pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't have been working as much in, in doing that. Like, it was one or the other. So did she, did, did it say that she ever tried or she just. No, she just decided she didn't want children. Oh, my gosh. She wow. probably met her husband's children and was like, no fucking way. Yeah. I mean, when you get I mean, that's such a bad age. Oh my god! And to go through what they went through. I mean, I mean, yeah. just in a normal life, kids that age are really tough. Yeah. I mean, if you have a perfect family life, I it's remember tough. yours. Oh my god, my kids! Were, <laughs> yours were horrible. My kids. Were, oh, girls, when they're that age, they're horrible. But you know what? And I'm gonna hear. I'm here to tell you, it gets so much better. My daughters are amazing yeah. human beings now. Joseph. But man, they pressed me. It was somebody, some higher being, testing my patience, <laughs> and I, I can won. Remember your, I won. I can remember your calls with them, and oh my god, oh, it was so hard, Casey. So hard. And Caitlin was worse than worse than Casey, wasn't she? Caitlin was Caitlin was really bad, but that was she was going through so much stuff, yeah. And I didn't know it, and that's why she was so mean. Yeah. And then when I found out, like, the shit that you know she was being told about me, I was like, oh. No wonder why no you, wonder hate, you me. hate me. Yeah, yeah. and it That's was really sad. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. So, they're perfect now. Well, God. Joseph has a really good life. He said perfect life. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> last night, <laughs> I'm like, call. I he asked what we're having for dinner, and I tell him, and he obviously didn't want it. I remember. Like those I can days. always, I can I already know. I already know he doesn't like it. So, at like five. So he has to leave for practice at 6. He has to be at practice at 6.30. It takes, it's literally like five minutes down the road. So he needs to leave like 6.20. Mm-hmm. 6.15 if you're being, you know, want to be on time, if right. you want to be early. And last night they weren't even doing anything. They were doing like a media day. So um, at like 5.55, I'm calling him and calling him and calling him. And he's like ignoring me upstairs. <laughs> And then he's like, I'm coming, and then takes, like, ten another 10 minutes. So at, like, 6.08, he comes down. And he's, like, walking around, and I'm like, Joseph, make your plate. And he's like, well, I don't have time to eat. I'm like, no, it was 6.05. He's like, I don't have time to eat. I'm like, you have lots of time to eat. <laughs> A good 10 minutes. Make your plate and sit down and eat. You're not going to not eat until you get home at 8.30. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And he's, like, walking around a little more, like, and then, kick in the dirt. Like. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was so mad. Oh my God. And I had just spent all day with the girls trying yeah, to work already, at the same time. You were work, at, work from home. Yeah. Oh my God. What and did you make? It, Chris had made um, their like tortillas. He made it on his Blackstone. Mm-hmm. Their tortillas, um, like hamburger tortillas, hamburger quesadillas is what they are so they're like um like hamburger meat in a quesadilla and you you like grill it on the on uh-huh. the blackstone and then you put like hamburger stuff on it like cheese and oh okay and lettuce and so it's like a cheeseburger stuff. yeah kinda. it's like a cheeseburger on a tortilla yeah and also kind of like a taco um but he for whatever i mean it's 
everything he likes. I don't know why he didn't want it. He just didn't want to eat it. He just wasn't in the mood for it. I remember my mom would be like, I'm like, what are we having for dinner? She told me, I'd be like, ugh. Oh, my God. And now I'm thinking, God, if I just get somebody to cook for me every day, I, <laughs> I would eat anything, anything. <laughs> and then he's like, "What?" Like the last time I was like, Joseph, make your plate right now. Like, And I never get a t- like firm voice with him because uh-huh. he's so, he's like, so he's quiet. So quiet. And like, he's so yeah. good. Yeah, he's so agreeable. And I'm like, make your plate right now. And he's like, I don't want to eat. I don't have time. And I... <laughs> I'm not proud of this, but I was like, if you wouldn't have spent so much time fucking around upstairs, <laughs> maybe you would have some time to eat. Oh and he God. made his plate and ate. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, my God, she cursed me. I better eat. It's like he used his middle name. He's like, oh, God, I'm in trouble. I'm like, come on. What are you doing? Uh, don't you remember, though? Like, uh, you probably didn't, though, because I don't know. I, I remember my mom telling me at that age what we were having for dinner and just being like, ugh. I'm not eating. No, my mom didn't make dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. What were you made what Christine had for di- Christina had for dinner. Well, Christina was long gone by then. <laughs> I was at Joseph's age. I was living with my boyfriend. Oh my god! Making my own dinner. You were cooking up. That's right. You're bringing home the bacon there. and frying it up in that's a motherfucking right, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, teenagers are fun. Yippee! But he's so good. Like in every like oh, he is. ninety-nine. He's such a percent of the time yeah he's such a good kid so in 2010 betty was offered a guest spot on the pilot for a show called hot in cleveland did you ever watch that what was it called hot in cleveland no um it's with valerie bertinelli hot in cleveland you never heard of that it's a very popular show Uh -uh. i mean it was a very popular show. valerie bertinelli was on what was that one with snyder the she was on another show with Mackenzie Phillips, and I i don't remember that show. Well, it, I never watched it, but I remember seeing, like, ads for it. Oh, okay. Um, so she agreed to do a guest spot, but she was like, if it gets picked up, I'm not doing any more. I'm, like, super bit Like, she yeah. had a very packed schedule, and she's, like, fucking how old at this point? <laughs> she's, like, in her 80s at this point? In 2010? No, she was born in 2010. She was born in 22. But she died when she was like 90-something. 99. So it was in 2010. Hold on. Yeah, it was 2010. She just died. Do the math, Rose. Our fans know how great we are at math. She was 88. <laughs> okay, so you said... 80. I said she's, 80s. She's, and you said no. <laughs> I feel like she would have been much younger than that. 88. So um, she was off. So she was her schedule. Oh, you was, know what? I was going to college then. I wasn't watching TV. Oh. Seriously. I mean, I was not watching TV at all because I was just like studying 20. Because yeah. I was going to work. I was working full time and going to school full time. So I was like, no. You had on those ba- badass kids. Yeah. Teen, two, and two teenage girls. <laughs> yeah. My God. It's it's. It's a wonder I have any hair on my head. <laughs> anyway. So um, so she had a packed schedule at this time. I mean, she's 88, and oh she was God. still, like, going strong. I can't even imagine. Like, 
Like, how is her body? My fucking body hurts when I get up in the morning. I know. Like, oh, my God. That's what and I wonder, too. She, I feel like she sprung out of bed like Tigger and was like, hey, <laughs> let's go. And I'm like, right now, I'm like, get out of bed like, oh, ee, ah, oh. So, you know what's funny is that, so I listened to um, a book that she wrote mm-hmm. um, called, um, I have the name of it somewhere. Um, if you ask me, and of course you won't. And it's like, she wrote like a ton of books, but this is like one of her last ones. And in the, I I listened to it instead of reading it. In the um, beginning of it, it starts and she's like talking about weight. It's super weird. I'm like, the book wasn't, the whole thing wasn't very good. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. She's the one talking. And she's saying that every morning she gets up and weighs herself. And if she's a pound over or a pound under, or if she's a pound over where she was the day before, she skips a meal. And then, because she never wants to go, she said her mother, I guess, I don't know if her mother, like, got really big or what, but, like, she was very adamant that, like, I never let myself get more than five pounds. Same. Over. Same. Oh, you said five? I, I thought you said 50. Anyway, go <laughs> <laughs> but it was very weird because it was like 10 minutes of her talking about her weight. And it was I was like, oh, back in those days. Oh, my God. The weight conversations were so terrifying and so traumatic. Yeah. Like, ugh. Anyway. well, I remember Oprah being all about weight. Like, oh, my God. Remember when, she, remember when she got super skinny? Remember when she got and she pulled out that wagon full of beef or whatever to show how much weight she had lost. And oh, she really? was like in the Calvin Klein that. jeans for the first time. That's when she got like super skinny and she was like not, not she healthy. talks about it. She talked about it later on, how unhealthy she was oh, at that really? time. She was like not eating and she was like Yeah. 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 I think I mean some people just have like they're always gonna be a little bigger, you know what I mean? Like a little thicker. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. Like, I could be really small, but I choose not to. Yeah. Because I like that big... More cushion for the pushing, bitch. I like that big wagon of meat. <laughs> I'm going to cook up that wagon of meat. Actually, I'm not because I'm not eating meat right now, so... Oh, God. Here we go. You know how the, how you know someone's um, vegetarian? How? They tell you about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I just wanted you to know I wouldn't be eating any meat, Rose. I already know. You eat meat every night. No, I don't. Mm. Once a week or so. <laughs> we all know, Lynn. <laughs> so anyway, after the pilot, the show was picked up for 10 more episodes. And she's like, nope, not doing it. Oh, my god! And then they talked her into it. So she did 10 more episodes. And then it was picked up for 20 more episodes. Oh, my God. And her, They killed her off. Her um, longtime agent, Jeff, who's like her, her like buddy called her and told her that the show was picked up for 20 more episodes and she said this is how the conversation went no jeff that wasn't the agreement my schedule hasn't let up i don't know how i could possibly do it much as i love the show and the company i'm still on overload there's no room whatsoever in for a series and then she says p.s guess who signed up for all 20 episodes (laughs) i have the backbone of a jellyfish Oh, my God. That's so funny. So she was on all, um, I think it was like six seasons. So what was the name of it? Hot in Cleveland. I swear to God, I've never even heard of this. That's so weird. Um, And she said the cast was just like the Golden Girls cast. Like she loved everyone and had a great time. So she appeared on other um, numerous shows throughout the year. 
She Oh, that's the the lady from I swear to God, I've never seen this. The really? woman from uh oh, what's her what's she in? This one. She was in another show. I can't see her figures. I can see I can hear her talking. She was in um oh my god. Um, oh my God! I can Lynn. hear her talking. It was something, something really popular. Wendy Malik, Malik, Malik. Let's see what she was in. Just shoot me. Yeah, that's what it was. So Betty also appears. She was Nina Van Horn. Oh my God! Oh, she was Nina, so I do remember funny. Her. She was really funny. I didn't know raspberry. She was on the Sunny and Cher show. Oh my God! That's so old. The Carol Burnett show. Mm-hmm. Thirty Rock. Allie McBeal and Community. Allie McBeal was great. Um, she was in The Proposal with Sandra Bullock, the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, You Again with Kristen Bell and Sigourney Weaver. I don't remember, I don't remember that movie. Mm-mm. I remember The Proposal, but... She was in a ton of, like, like 120 oh, yeah. different, like... Well, she just did, she did, like, like cameos all yeah, the time. Yeah, right. Um, especially as she got older. Mm-hmm. So in the book that I listened to, she talks about the 2010 Facebook petition to get her to host SNL. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember Again, it was petition. 2010, so you probably... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was studying. So, um, she had turned down the offer to host three times. Mm-hmm. But she was like, it's not something... It's in New York. It's not something I'm interested in. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, but her agent, Jeff, talked her into doing it. And she said it was one of the best weeks of her life. I can't remember if Chris was there for that. She, um, well, it's funny because she talked about the... She talked about my son? She talked about the cue card, the cue card guy, and she said he was so sweet because that's what she was so nervous about because they hold the cue cards and have to, like... Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah. I mean, and I she's like, I had never an read cue cards, so it was right. going to be really hard. And then he, like, sat with her and told her, like, where to look and how to do it. That's so weird. I went... Yeah. So Chris was on... Um, he did cue cards for SNL and Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Predominantly, he did Jimmy Fallon for a, a smaller, a shorter period of time, like a year oh, okay. or two. But he did SNL for like many years. Yeah, that's Lynn's son, in case anybody doesn't know. There's many Chris's in our lives. Yeah, there are. There are. <laughs> Way too many. I need to cut some of He's them Chris out. with a C. Yeah. The other Chris is with a K. The other two are with a K. We haven't talked about Christina. In a while. In a while. Yeah. She probably doesn't listen She's anymore. probably not listening. That bitch. I'm going to put a tracker on her phone see if she listens. Do it. You know, Chris had the nerve to tell me, I am like, have you been listening to uh, my podcast or what? He's like, well, I'm a few episodes behind, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts listening. He And he's like, that's why I don't listen, because you don't even do it's it's women's world cupping. You're not even doing a soccer person, someone like from soccer. <laughs> I was like, Chris, I just did one like you three just weeks did ago. It. Yeah, I, you know it's so funny. I was thinking, that's funny that you said that because I was thinking about doing Megan uh, Rapino. Rapino, yeah. I was thinking about doing her because they were talking about her, uh, and I was like, man, that's... Well, I might do one just so Chris will. What listen, year was she on I really SNL? need his. Uh, Two thousand and ten. I really need Chris's support because he really means a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If I had a drink in my mouth, I would have spit it out. <laughs> Where did she talk about the cue card people? What was in her book? Yeah, in that book I was reading or I was listening to. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't there. No, he started in 2014. Well, he's not the sweet cue card guy. 
I feel like I would have heard that story if he yeah, was, if he sure. would have sat down with her. I mean, at this point, like right when he left, I feel like at that point, if she would have come in, had a conversation like about that, I feel like he would have been one of a few people that would have had that conversation with her. Because right. he was very senior when he finally oh, left. Oh, was he? He said, I knew that, but he, um, his boss talked about it all the time. So it must have been, she must have talked to his boss. Yeah. So, because it is nerve-wracking. If you've never read cue cards, I mean, that has to be really scary. Yeah, and she explains in the book, like, how he, like, where he told her to look. I think you're, he said to look at the cue card, don't look at, I think it was Tina Fey with her. Mm-hmm. He said, you look at the cue cards and read the cue cards. Don't move your eyes, because if you move your eyes, then it's not going to look like you're looking at Tina Fey. Right. And she's going to do the same. Right. And so, I guess. And there's, like, so there's three sets of cue cards on every set. There's three different people holding them. Oh, really? So no matter where you're facing... Oh, you can see them? You can see them. So there's three sets. And they're all handwritten. Yeah. So, like, on SNL, they do the the run-through on, like, Thursday. And if they decide to change stuff, or up until the minute they go live, they're changing shit like this, like, quick as shit. And so they have to, like, go back... Find that cue card oh my and God. hand. They're all handwritten. That's they're crazy. not like printed or right, anything. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If they were printed, you could imagine the shit. Like the printer didn't <laughs> yeah, work, right. the ink didn't work, <laughs> yeah. the, it got jammed, and then they, they probably could tried to go to print at one point, and they were like, nope. No. <laughs> so it's all handwritten. So it's like you have to have first of all really good handwriting. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's it's crazy. But there's three sets for every single skit. She like talks about the whole time she was on SNL and like. It's so involved. Like, the whole week is, like, you start, like, on Monday yeah. and you're, like... They're, like, reading, reading, reading. reading. Yeah. yeah, and then they're changing things and it sounds crazy. There's entire shit that gets completely right. cut out, yeah. like, at the last minute. She said there's, like, 40 scenes. It starts with, like, 40 scenes and then it cuts down to, like, 20 and then, like, to whatever, how many like they get. Like, eight or like something eight, yeah. like that. It's, it's really crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. A, it's very stressful. I'm, I'm, I mean, as cool as that was... For Chris to work there, I'm glad he's not there anymore because it was – it caused a lot of anxiety and stress in his life because that's that's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. So um, in the book, she talks about how people work all their lives. I, this really spoke to me because I'm in like a midlife crisis right now. Oh, are you? So <laughs> even though I'm so young. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you're not. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> she talks about how people work all their lives and they don't really – like live they're like oh well when i retire that's when i'm gonna start like living you know yeah and she never did yeah right and so at um she said like her father was like that like oh when i retire i'm gonna do this and that and this and that and he was gonna retire at 65 and he died at 64 and a half oh my god and so he never got to like do the things he wanted to do because he was waiting till retirement and I've been in this, like, place, like, the last year or so that I'm, like, I'm sick of, like, the, I'm not one of those people who, like, to just go to work and come home and, and like, yeah. the same, Chris is very much like that. Like, yeah. come, I can be in the same job yeah. for, like, 40 years and yep. come home and do the same thing every day, day after day. And I'm not like that at all. And You need some variety in your life. I, yeah. And so last year I was, like, I'm just going to start planning trips and doing the trips and, you know, putting work, like, second. I'm going to put my family first and put work second and and do what I want to fucking do. Well, I find that um, combined experiences or, like, group experiences are so much – have so much more value than gifts. Oh, yeah. So, like, you tell your kids, for Christmas this year, you know, you guys are each going to get, like, 
two little things and we're going right. – I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. Not that I condone this or, or support this. Go on on a cruise. You know, yeah. like we're, we're doing this. Why don't you condone going on a cruise? Just, I've been on two. <laughs> I and, thought you were going to say go to Disney. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, same thing. I just don't – I don't – I just – I've been on two and I – I have no desire to go on a cruise. So I have two friends – and they are getting ready to go on a cruise, and they asked me if I wanted to go, like, in the next six months. And they're like, oh, my God, totally come with us. We'll have so much fun. And I know I would have the time of my life with them. I just don't know that I want to spend my money going on a cruise. Yeah, I, I don't I have mean, any desire either. I, it's, I mean, it's, it's fun. To do it once is cool. Yeah. But, I mean, ironically, the, the, the one I went on when I went on alone with my husband and then when my well we went with another couple and then oh no we didn't we went alone the first time then the second time we went we ended up on the same ship by chance uh-huh. and um it was the timing and everything and we went with another couple and, the, and their kids yeah. so it was really fun but it's just I'm just not I don't know I'd rather I would much rather go sit in an all inclusive yeah and drink and yeah drunk yeah because all i feel day. like the ho- i mean the, the <laughs> cruise if you don't get to the pool early and mark your chairs you won't get a chair by the oh, pool really and then like all these people have their chairs marked and so you get to the pool and there's like 600 kids in the pool and they all have a towel and a chair and you're like why oh, what God. i mean yeah. i can't i, I just want to lay so i just would just go up on the topless deck and lay up there the whole time it was never crowded it's just you and your boots just me and some other people with some their men. slongs out and stuff yeah. <laughs> i didn't care i loved it um I like going on a – I mean, I like the vacations where you just chill, but I, I really like going on vacations where you do things. Well, I don't mind that either, but I'm – but like – But I feel like that's like when I get the most out of my vacation. But like if, if go, I'm going to the beach, I'm going to the beach. You know what I mean? Well, that's different. Yeah, yeah. that's a very – but if you go to like an all-inclusive, like they might have stuff where you like, oh, we're going to go jet skiing or we're going to yeah, go right, parasailing yeah. or we're going to – you know, whatever stuff like that. But I, I'm totally – like when we went to Jamaica – we went one day we got up and we did like the stand up boards and then another day we did we did a couple different things while we were there and it was super fun. I just yeah. love the like the relaxate the yeah. relaxation of it. So So anyway. Anyway. Um when asked if she regretted turning down roles or sh- in movies in shows or movies, she says never. So she was gonna be in as good as it gets with Jack Nicholson. Oh, um, but there was a part in the movie where someone throws a dog down a laundry chute, <gasps> and she didn't like that because, you know, she was, like, animal She lover. was like, I think the fuck not. So she tried to get the director to change it, but he was like, no, I really like that scene. And oh, so well, she was like, I'm not going to be in the movie. And was, there was no, like, hard feelings or anything. It was just like... But do they really do that? Or they... I mean, I don't think it was a real dog, but she didn't like the fact that, like, somebody might try to copy or... Yeah. yeah. You, the She didn't like the message. Yeah. And then another movie, I couldn't figure out what movie this was. She said it started with a Santa Claus um, throwing up on a stack of toys. Like, I don't know if he, I think he was supposed to be like drunk or something. And she didn't think it was funny at all. And so she passed. And she said she doesn't regret either one one bit. And, and there are others, I what obviously. what movie that is. I don't know. I, I, was, I Googled to see, like, if I could figure it out, but I couldn't. Huh. Um... At the 2010 SAG Awards, she was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award. And she talks about how, like, to the very end, she found it overwhelming to get on stage and, like, look out at a bunch of people. She said she never got over that fear. Like, it would still, like, get her, you know? And so she gets up and this is her speech. This isn't her full speech, but it's part of her speech. 
She says, I am still to this day starstruck. I look out at this audience and I see so many famous faces. But what really boggles my mind is that I actually know many of you. And I've worked with quite quite a few, maybe had a couple. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Only her. Oh my God, that's so funny. um, They like take her backstage and then they like walk you back to your seat. Uh Uh-huh. And she she's walking back to her seat when George Clooney is accepting an award. And he says, I think it was 1987. I did an episode of The Golden Girls. And I would like to thank Betty White for her discretion. (laughs) He's so handsome. (laughs) Yeah, he did do Golden Girls. He was um, he was on. What was he? He was definitely on there. I remember him being on there. He was so young. And I remember seeing it and laughing like later. He was on another show. I was going to say Friends, but I don't think that was. I'm sure he was. He was like really young. Maybe I'm thinking of Golden Um Rose. No, no, no. There was another show he was on, too. Um, he, like, struts on the stage, and I was like, oh, my God. What was it? So Betty White was in Hollywood for more than 70 years. She was an actress, activist, comedian, author, oh, radio host, talk show host, so cool. and producer. Um, she was regarded with great admiration by both her colleagues and fans. She was celebrated for her lightheartedness, humor, optimism, naturalness, playfulness and groundbreaking contributions tragically on december 31st 2021 just 18 days before her 100th birthday she bid her final farewell that was the other 18 and then there was another one oh i don't remember i don't remember reading it but i thought Hmm. it had something to do with like his ex-wife or something i don't remember Anyway, so that's the story of betty she's so amazing yeah she was pretty she's so freaking amazing the fact that up until she was 99. She was still going. Like, I mean, I just don't even, like, I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm 55, and I feel like I'm going to die half the times so I get out of my bed. <laughs> I don't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I can't. There's we just... have people at work, like this one lady, she just turned 90. And I'm like, she doesn't look anything like 90. Like, I, if I saw her, I would think she was maybe, like, early 70s. Oh, she was in, uh, he was in, George Clooney was in um, Roseanne. Remember, oh, that's he was, right. That's yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I do was. remember I that. I just saw a picture. I was like, what? It was driving me crazy. I had to remember. <laughs> oh, my God. He was I Jackie's boyfriend. Show. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was, Um, his name was like, shit, what was his name? One of us should do her. Isn't she the crazy Trump one? Roseanne? Ugh. Is she Trumpy now? She, yeah, oh, totally. She said something really gross that I read not too long ago. Oh, I, imagine, I can't even imagine. <laughs> his name was, what was his fucking name? I, I don't even know if I want to do Roseanne Barr. I, I don't know that I I know. Could. You know, I, I was going to do... Um, she makes me sick. I was going to do... I was reading an article, and I was going to do Trump's wife. What's her name? Melania. Melania. I was reading an article about Barron, and it okay. was talking about her, and I was like, maybe I should do her. And I was like, I don't think I could get through it. I don't think I could stomach it, you know? I, I just don't even... I don't care. Yeah. You know, to do the work on it. Yeah, I right. don't. If she leaves him, oh, I'll do it then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. And, and then gives us like a tell-all. There's been a lot of talk about it, but I could just be shit talk. She won't leave him because she didn't, I mean, she doesn't work or anything, does she? I mean, she wouldn't work if she left him. Oh, yeah, I guess she, You think about could. the shit she knows. I guess if he goes to jail, she might leave him. But she, she's not going to leave him. She's just going to keep all his money. Oh, well, that would make more sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's going to keep all his money and do whatever the fuck yeah, she right. wants and to he's do. Yeah, in jail, and now she doesn't have to sleep with his yeah. ugly ass. So I'm so glad you did Betty White. That's super exciting. Yeah, super, I love her. Oh, God, she's amazing. She's the sweetest. When I, like, thought about her, I was like, I can't believe neither of us has I done know, her. I know. I I think I, I, I thought about her, but I get overwhelmed by 
the much? amount of information because yeah. it's yeah. a lot. Luckily, I was like super concentrated this week and was able to. Yeah, what's that like? I don't, I don't know because it's yeah. rare, but I don't know yeah. what I was doing. Yeah, you, to, you didn't wait until last maybe night all to the do it. Crack I was smoking. Yeah, I finished it on like you did. You did a lot of crack this week, didn't you? I did. Yeah, She's I lying. finished She's it lying. on like Tuesday, I think. Didn't yeah, I you text did. you, you that I finished it on Tuesday. Yeah, you said you just had you just going through it and, and taking I finished stuff out. like all our posting and yeah. all the things I have to do because yep. I have to do everything because Lynn does nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I wore sandals today. I guess I should have worn boots. Because the shit's getting deep in this little dark room. So, if you like that, me and not Rose, please follow us on social media at No Ordinary Women Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And on the Twitter, it's no ord, O-R-D, women pod. Please go on to your podcast listening platform, preferably Apple, and rate, follow us first, then rate and review us. I had to show my mom how to do it today. It's not that hard. If you're on Apple. I thought you already showed her. I showed her again. I showed her how to do it on Spotify because she oh. listens like through Alexa. And so, and then she was like, I don't know how to do it. She was listening to an episode and I was talking about it at the end. And so she's like, I don't know how to do it. So I had to show her. So if you go to our show, like our podcast on Apple, and then click the three little dots on the top right, and it'll say go to show. So you go to the show. And then when you get to the show, you scroll all the way to the bottom. And then that's where you'll see where you can rate and review us. And you don't have to write a big, long review. I mean, you can if you'd like. But if you're not a person of words and you just want to say like them, love them, hate them, whatever you want to say, put it in there. Just make sure you click the five stars and put at least one or two words in the review. doesn't matter what you write. They don't read it. It's just a matter of somebody wrote something. So we love you guys. Thank you for all your support. And until next week. Bye. 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 Thank <laughs> you.